Is Thaddeus A. Robble, associate professor in electrical and computer engineering and agent of Skynet, a freedom fighter in the rebellion against the Empire? <laughs> Time will tell. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hey, Sylvia, I'm not going to mention you again. Getting some grief for saying the same thing over and over again. If you would change your, uh, your intro, maybe I could too, but whatever. But again, it's the award-winning Hashtag Getting, the greatest podcast in all of higher education, brought to you by the Office of Communications and Marketing and the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering, best uh, college of engineering in the world, obviously. Ding. Uh, I am uh, Jeremy Henderson, a communication specialist in the uh, said office. The ding you heard came from uh, Austin <laughs> Phillips, the director, best director we've had during a pandemic. Seriously. Obviously. I mean, probably the best director in the college of engineering since october seriously i mean that's, if i that's had to, if that's I did, what people are saying that's my money is on you uh, all, <laughs> uh definitely you have you have steered us and navigated us guided you know, Jim us, is nurtured us just going thank god <laughs> I, know, I know he got out in a hurry uh, hey but maybe it's maybe we need to ask jim the question mm-hmm. what did you know <laughs> and when did you know, know. <laughs> it seems suspicious the timing he got out right he timing it. really did i'm uh, hopping on a motorcycle dan too yeah a lot of people yeah a lot of people did yeah some, I don't, some, well some this is getting weird getting, yep. i just got chills yep uh, uh Mark, <laughs> marcus uh klutz over here on he the keys know as always he's still here no he's uh he's still going strong and uh, looking good he's got the you know be a new dad soon so we're all looking forward to that and uh, we're gonna get some crocs or something once you get two don't you have to wear you gotta get crocs crocs Oh, you get yeah a procedure. Yeah. You get fixed. oh my gosh. <laughs> Excuse me, didn't mean for you to hear that, uh, Doctor Roppel. <clears throat> We're joined by uh, Thaddeus Roppel. Thad to those who love him. T Rop. <laughs> that's, uh, that's to the cool to ones. To the cool it. kids call him T Rop. Uh, can't thank you enough for joining us. Uh, associate professor in electrical and computer engineering, and uh, and thanks a ton for being here absolutely i'm very very thrilled to be here and i had no idea there was going to be such a, a humorous intro i know see i tell you we, when we say conversational people who haven't heard just don't, they don't believe us <laughs> they don't. we're like we don't and know the, what we're talking about and then about just, a minute in they're going what, what did i get heck is going on <laughs> i know i asked marcus i was like uh, hey you know we're gonna have this uh thad Roppel on there and he was like the robot man that's what he called that's what i mean word on the street is hey, that that's one well, again anytime we've had some of the ece electrical computer students in here you know, Professor Ropple's coming up every single time of, mm-hmm. of one of the one of the best professors. Well, right. Well, so and and one of the reasons you came on the radar right now, I mean, as opposed to the other blips, many blips we've had, is uh, the director over here um, saw a video going around online of uh, what looked to be a droid, maybe with some plans to a space station embedded inside that 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 apparently uh, has something to do with your lab. R2-D2, what's going on? <laughs> well, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Help us, T-Rob. Your <laughs> only hope. The rumors, you know, but uh, with this pandemic going on, we thought we had to step in and do something. But <laughs> <clears throat> actually, it's it's all 
uh, really goes back to a program sponsored by the National Science Foundation that has helped us to bring teachers to campus from local schools. And these teachers are super motivated and they've been working um, during the academic year at their schools with some of their students. And they have 3D printed a bunch of crazy robots. And I invite anybody to come by and take a look when you can. We do have a full size, uh, movie size working R2D2. We have something called InMove, which is a more than life-size humanoid robot that's all 3D printed except for the electronics. Have you seen the Terminator? Yeah, I was about to say it. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I can neither confirm nor deny what we're up to in the lab. Okay, but, Is Thad but, Roppel just another name for John Connor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn, my cover's blown. This is some crazy yeah. stuff here. <laughs> well, we've got the um, – yeah, we've got that. And then uh, one of the teachers is currently building uh, – Rob Harlan is his name. He's a local – uh, eighth grade science teacher so much credit goes to him what school for all this and uh sanford middle school sanford middle school sanford yes. middle school plug yeah. for the sanford middle so school. he's 3d printed a life-size quote-unquote mm-hmm. uh r2d2 yes and it's uh with the help of students and uh, one of those students is uh bell beals is her name isabella beals and she has worked with him since she was in sixth grade and she's uh, currently in ninth grade i think and she is uh, an expert in everything 3D printing. She's she's uh, got the whole can't the whole wait thing for her covered. to come to Auburn. I know <laughs> exactly. Well, you know believe, believe it or not, she's planning to graduate next year. She'll graduate right out of tenth grade. Oh and my gosh! We do hope indeed that she'll come here. Uh, Jessica Taylor, if you're listening to this, we're, we're going to need we're going to need a gift bag heading that way. Yeah, pretty quick. And since the robotics thing with my puns, that podcast title will be Bell Biv Devo. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stretch all the way around, but I'm going to go. I was with trying it. to think of a song they sing. Well, so robot, so so they have printed. So the the prof- uh, the teacher at uh, Sanford has yeah. 3D printed along with Bell and his many minions yeah. a life size. Three R two D two and yeah. y'all have animated the sucker with some robotics. Yes, so it's capable of moving. It makes all the movie sounds. Um, it has got lights and the head moves. The only thing we haven't worked out yet in complete detail is the uh, the holographic projector. <laughs> but no kidding, we are actually working on that. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are some people out there, some real smart people who have come up with a, a way to blow steam out of one of these things and project light through it so it has the illusion of get a, out of yeah. town have, you, have y'all yeah. worked at all with airspace because i know they were working on some stuff like that with oh. some lasers and some of the the smoke yeah uh, smoke and mirrors that's what yeah. it's all about yeah yeah uh no we actually haven't worked with them on this particular project yet but thanks for the tip. Well, this is yeah. crazy. I can only imagine what's going on in Austin's head over here. That's I mean, I'm, I'm trying, a Star I'm Wars trying to bring fan, up the, but he's so, a, so the Twitter account was Sam Lipscomb. Yes. Sam was, was the one, one that posted it. Yes. And, you know, I see this thing, and I immediately reached out to Jeremy of just. Well, so Samuel is another high school student who is, in fact, enrolled this. He just graduated from Auburn High School. Going to be a freshman. He's going to be a freshman. Awesome. And um, we are thrilled to have him on board. He's been working in the lab on the the lab payroll all summer done a fantastic job yeah so he's saw, working so, in the lab I, and i see him enrolled I, I see him moving this thing around and like he said all the sounds you know it's got the whoa <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just besides the you know beep, 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 beep. 
I got, I'm really excited. I'm really we got to get some video of this, Marcus. What are you? Dang, <laughs> well, Sam's got it. What Sam underscore Lipscomb seventeen. So it's on, got it on him. Yep, yep. And he's then, got it on there. Okay, so people can just drop by if they want to see this thing. <laughs> I, mean, that, I was about to say, I don't know if this is a Disney World Star Wars land yet. Well, it needs to be. I mean, well, let's monetize this bad boy. Well, I'll handle PR. <laughs> Directors, we, we, you know, got this. It'll be good. One of our uh, recent graduates, uh, Michelle uh, Kniffen, is is at Disney Imagineer. So she graduated really? out of our yeah, ECE program. Um, she was um, very. She was the president of our um, IEEE student chapter, and she is now, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, she's on furlough for a little while, but. But she is living the dream. She's working behind well, the scenes at Disney. I've got some friends just just went. They're opening back up. Things are getting back to normal. Jeff Volley, mm-hmm. that we've got one of oh, our yeah. grads. You know, he he's high. JV too. So yeah. Well, so what else? I mean, go is you know when I when I mentioned the lab because I don't I'm not electrical and computer. I don't know quite as much. Uh, it's not under one of my my beats as they say in the biz. But uh, <laughs> Marcus, I think has been over to the lab right, and he just couldn't stop talking about it so tell us about like the lab in general i mean is it just how you're just having fun with uh you know novelty novelty you know cinematic icons what are we going on what, what's planning what's the takeover the yeah, apparently, uh, other than other than uh, ruining the human race what other research are you conducting over there well we're not really trying to take over the world we're trying to we're trying to improve it trying um, to improve okay yeah um, so the the originating concept for the lab is to develop machines that can work together in teams, such as search and rescue missions, mm. and also collaborate with humans because we always want human oversight and we expect that all of our robot teams would be working together with humans. So that's what they all say. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'll nice help. Yeah. Line. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> Peaceful collaboration. Yeah, we're we're very big on uh, making plans. sure there's a big red button on every robot. Yeah, I hope so. so um, Yank that cord. But the, uh, that's the that's the idea. It's called the Cooperative Robotics Laboratory, and we're trying to um, use every means possible to make robots more capable of working alongside people, and that includes um, recognizing gestures, for example. Being able to communicate with natural language and being able to um, being able to find their way around in the world in realistic circumstances, you know, get through the woods, get over the get over the river, all that kind of stuff. So. Well, every now and then you see a, a video on Twitter somewhere online of mm-hmm. the latest advancements in mm-hmm. AI robotics kind of meet Sil, you know, Sylvan or meet Sasha or something, the lifeline. And I'm, I'm right. always really expecting, man, this is going to be awesome. And it's always kind of still like a letdown. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, I couldn't. Right. I, I couldn't do myself that I respect myself too much to pretend like I'm having a conversation with this thing. Right. But how 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 far are we away, do you think, from me not feeling that way? I, was about to say, I, I say that, but yet I pull out this phone and I talk to it all day long and, and tell well, it not to, as a therapist, do you? I, mean, I, I know you're alone I, over there. I, I, no, I do it as my memory. Oh, well, that's true. You know, I mean, that's everything. True. It's telling me what to do. You know, hey, Siri, and he, you know, and I've got mine on the on the mail version of it. Oh, I was about to he say. He will thank me. Your Siri is He's very polite. Okay. So He'll I'm, thank it's, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you think that, like, adds a little bit? I mean, do you feel less, you know? He's very helpful. Okay. <laughs> You know, at, at, at the first, I'm sitting there He's thinking, yeah, I'm sitting there thinking I'm talking to my phone. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, so help me. So where, where are we going? How, how far away are we? 
I think we're a number of years down the road because I, th- I think what, what you're talking about, Austin, is, is um, a situation where we have learned to accommodate to what we know the machine will respond to, right? We, we're, we're kind That's of – That's it. You've uh, lowered we're, your we're meeting, standards. Right. Yeah, we're, we're meeting it halfway. What we really want, if you picture a soldier in battle, they don't have time to think about will this machine react or not. They need to be able to be sure that the um, – the robot's going to understand and be able to follow directions. So we have to get to the point um, of, of truly natural language and gesture recognition and being able to understand the environment so we know the robot knows, oh, it's not inside an office building, it's inside some sort of bunker and, you know, all the things that go along with that. So I, th- I think we're quite a few years away from that, but we can still do some very useful things in um, in the arena of construction and firefighting, and and uh, just urban search and rescue, yeah, you kind of you kind of scare me. You were assuring me that you weren't going to be doing anything over there that was going to be you know threatening humanity, and then we went from like, oh, when will we be able to have like conversations <laughs> with nice lady robots to it needs to be in an urban like battle have to be able to. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I'm telling That's you, there, I'm talking there is a bunker over underneath, under <laughs> that said, lab over I've there in Brown. So. I, I know it. We I hear some it. explosions every now and then. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know what exactly that was, was happening. Else. That was not us. That was an us. Well, so um, yeah. switch gears a little bit. Our development uh, senior director um, of development, big Michigan State fan, big Michigan State fan, Margaret Arnold. So uh, how about you? Yeah, absolutely. Go Spartans, you know. So you you, you, you know. did your your bachelor's, your master's, your PhD, Michigan State. Why yes, why did you choose Michigan Michigan State? My dad got a um, an appointment there. He had been working for uh, USDA in Savannah, Georgia. I more or less grew up in in Savannah. Then uh, he got an appointment on the faculty at Michigan State. So the family moved up there. Teaching I, what? Uh, he was actually in in biomechanics. Okay. He was in the medical school up there. Our previous guest, biomechanics. Biomechanics. Yep. And he, um, so uh, I, I graduated from high school kind of young, and it was right down the road. It seemed like the thing to do. I could uh, start off living at home and go to school. And uh, one thing led to another. There was a professor there who took an interest in in me and and the research that we were doing at the time, which had nothing to do with robotics, but. He encouraged me to stay for a master's degree. Uh, at that point, I started looking around for a place to do a doctorate, and uh, he just twisted my arm a little bit more, came up with some funding, and I stayed there. So, What brought you to Auburn? Uh, well, I'll give all credit to that, to um, um, Dave Irwin and the people who were there in, in charge here at the time. I did a number of interviews, and they just – really rose to the top it was really the microelectronics fabrication facility here that first got me thinking seriously about coming here to do my initial research how long you been here since 1986 whoa big time mm-hmm. what was uh i mean what is that 20 uh no 30 40, yeah. 34 <laughs> what is that 34 years ago yes how how has the uh the industry or the uh, the profession, I guess, you know, changed. Mm-hmm. What was hot coming into Auburn in 1986? Um, what brought me here was research in the 
arena of microelectronics, making chips, computer chips, smaller and like smaller. Like speaking says and stuff like that, or like. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, we're talking about computer chips, pretty, oh, okay. pretty, pretty much the Intel sort of thing, and that was um, that still is an extremely exciting and developing area. But um, my interest took a turn toward artificial intelligence and and uh, sensors and eventually put it all together into the form of robots so i just sort of followed my passion and uh, more and more lately i found a great interest among younger students in um, anything that they can get their hands on because they're not growing up like i did with hands-on experience at home very much sure so when they see something somebody in the lab sitting there with a soldering iron and a screwdriver and and um, you know lights blinking and and robot heads turning they get pretty excited well yeah it's in terms of uh teaching methods and everything obviously um kind of uh the world threw us a curveball just last a uh, last few months and everything so what 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 has it been like for you adapting to the remote you know instruction um a little challenging a little a little scary at first i got had to get used to looking at a screen full of little squares with with uh you know faces that may or may not be there and i know um i was concerned for my student at the same time my daughter um who is still living at home for a little while longer was taking her uh, classes online so i could see it from her perspective and translate that into what do her teachers do that make it fun and interesting and and you know keep them engaged so i i'm i'm glad to be able to have that experience but um really what i had to do is to think about um okay i have this syllabus i have this schedule how can i modify it to accommodate the current situation and a lot of times you just have to forego certain activities that you might have done hands-on and try to figure out a different way to present the same information yeah i've kind of wondered about maybe the advantages you know or kind of maybe some of the the silver linings that have you know helped you know you're having to adapt you're having to flex muscles maybe you hadn't worked before well, I, that, that's the first time i've heard uh you know we we've heard several people who have um kids that's kids are at home or Mm -hmm. uh, I forget who our guest was actually had student who is a student here at Auburn, but then being able to take their experiences as well to incorporate that into that. That's, that's really, that's really neat. One of the, one of the best outcomes or, you know, the silver linings is the fact that I can so easily bring in outside speakers because people who otherwise it would be a technological challenge to figure out how to get them in the classroom on the video or, you know, do they have to travel here or something? Now I can call up anybody in the world and say, hey, would you spend 30 minutes talking to my class? And it's no big deal because everybody's used to it. So who's <laughs> someone you've called up? Uh, uh, Michelle is the, the Imagineer I was talking about. Oh, right, and right, I've right. called and I've talked to um, several people, uh, several of my colleagues in California that uh, professors at other universities. That a year ago. Yeah, they wouldn't have been talking to your class. They they wouldn't have because you wouldn't have thought you wouldn't have been just right. on the on the table, right? Like this idea that 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 right. could be a sustainable or a a a viable you right. know option for instruction. Okay, well, there's a guy who runs a a farm in North Alabama. He's the he's the dad of one of my senior design students, and you know he's not a technological guru by any means, but she was able to get him 
to Zoom with us to explain the operations of the farm so the students would know how to design their system. And that that just couldn't have happened before. Hmm. And say that's the thing, though. But see, like it, it technically could have, but just nobody's thinking along yeah. those lines, right? Because right. you're Could thinking you? it has to be. So that's that's the exactly the kind of stuff I'm thinking about, yeah. like going forward. It's and, gonna change uh, the way we do things. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, something I'd meant to ask earlier, I did ask where that teacher was from. You said Sanford Middle. Are there some other schools that you've worked with? Uh, we've worked closely with Lochapoca, um, the high school there. Uh, Mr. Melvin Thompson is the other teacher we have two teachers that that come in each summer and, and work with me and mr thompson and uh, mr harlan are the two that that we've had and great credit for that goes to the um uh, dr mao she went mao in electrical and computer who's um, in charge of the wireless program because this nsf program actually piggybacks on the existing contracts that he has so the way they work it is if you already have a contract this is sort of a supplement that they can add on. So he's been very good every year. Dr. Mao has to um, um, let me know when the deadlines are and, and make it very easy for us to, to add on that funding for these teachers. Love that NSF. I, well, and I just love how we're, we're being able to collaborate with our local schools. And, um, you know, I, I think of some of the things you're talking about that these teachers are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had wonderful teachers growing up, but I didn't have some of these opportunities. So to, to see that some of these kids have these opportunities to, to work so closely with a university that's close to their communities. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Thad can't think enough. T-Rop. Can't thank you enough for joining us. Today has been great. It's been uh, educational, enlightening, and I can't get, uh, wait to get over yeah, there. I was about to say, I got to see this R2D2. Yeah, may the force be with you. Always. War Eagle. <laughs> thank you.